All right, cool. No, you're not supposed to be very serious. This is a very serious conversation, but it's not going to help at all, is it? <laughs> all right, so for everyone who sees this, this is the first time I've done this introduction. I'm certainly not redoing it because I messed up the other one. Um, but thank you for anybody watching, and welcome to another session in this limited series of the Tofu Talks, where hopefully we're going to uh, give people an understanding of what others are going through during this pandemic, which is obviously a whole global thing. Um, and so I want to thank you for joining me um, and sharing your sort of, not corner of the world, because I don't believe in the flat earth, but part <laughs> of the world, I guess we'll say. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I guess to start, could you just introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, Ryan. Uh, Hi. <laughs> um, to the people that I don't know, I'm Sarah. Um, I'm over here in Edmonton, Alberta, in my little like nook, nook of the world. Um, I was prepared to call it snowy Edmonton, but we actually have rain for the first oh. time today instead of snow this year. Um, Ryan, I met you back in 2013 at Portland Vita Vegan Con, I think. This is the third person now. Second yeah. conversation today oh, revolving around VVC. <laughs> but you remember the date. I do. I do remember it was 2013. Um, do you need to know anything else about me? Uh, I mean, I feel I like I could ask lots of questions, but okay. I think that was, that was good as an cool. intro. So cool. it was seven years ago, VVC. Yeah, I've okay, known you for seven years. It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> especially because we've, we've actually been in the same like physical space, what, like... A few times. Yeah, yeah. okay, well, that's true, because before, before I left Canada last time, we crossed paths. Yeah, you were in Edmonton, and then I think a couple of times in BC, at least once. Yeah. Mm. We've been, That's yeah, right. we've been lucky yeah. enough to actually like have an in-person friendship sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last time we hung out was pretty much the epitome of Canada. Was that a Tim Hortons? <laughs> Dur during the forest fires. Yeah, so yeah. it was very smoggy. Um, in and like more of an industrial town outside of Edmonton too. That was very, very seemed not on brand for us, but it was good to see. No, that. no, no, not at all. <laughs> well, I was, it's cause like my parents booked the hotel near the airport, right? And yeah, yeah. So I don't know how long, you had You had a bit of a trek to get out there, didn't you? Maybe? It wasn't too bad, yeah. Okay. No, it was, it was worth coming to see ya. Cause I, I just had to walk down a highway. Like yeah. I was just a random guy walking down like an <laughs> industrial <laughs> side road. A very small town Alberta experience. A lot of small towns here are just highway, truck stop, yep. service roads. Yeah, fun times. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess my next question was going to be, where are you right now? But you already touched on that. Edmonton, Alberta in Canada, for those who might not know that other part of it. Um, fun fact, I was actually born in Alberta, in Fort McMurray. I didn't I know that. Really? No. We're learning things. Earlier no. we learned that Bob's Burgers is placed in an unknown town. That was a joint learning, and now you're Burgersville. learning. Yeah. Well, we'll call it Burgersville. Okay. <laughs> um, what about you? Where were you born? Uh, I was born in Kamloops, BC. And okay. yeah, so for the first couple of years of my life, we lived in Sycamus, which is the houseboating capital 
of BC. And their like town mascot, I don't know if everybody has a town mascot, but it was a moose mouse because it's M-O-U-S at the end of Sick of Moose. Yeah, it's where I was born. <laughs> it seems is... like seems like the type of place you would make a show about like Schitt's Creek, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Which good place. Other not so fun fact I still haven't watched. <sighs> I know. I've I've been told mm-hmm. that I need to uh need to watch it. I yeah. I will at some point, maybe. Um, I can talk to you about Schitt's Creek later. It's very good. <laughs> Yeah, my sister's kind of in waiting. She's like, have you watched it yet? We need to talk. And I'm like, no, nope, haven't watched it yet. Got to finish all these other things. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, we've, we've talked about a few shows so far. That's the funny mm-hmm. thing. But, you know, even though we have stayed in touch a fair bit, despite the distance, I didn't know where you were born. Yeah. So look at us learning things Fun right fact. away. It's great. This is yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, so speaking of learning... Uh, over the last two or three months. I know actually in Canada, maybe it seems like things changed maybe in the last month. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I could probably call it a year. You might agree that it feels that long, maybe. Totally. Um, but I do know, like, technically, Canada's first case was back in January. Yes. It was, like, pretty much the same time as Vietnam. Um, for us here, things kind of started to change, like, because there's a shared border with China. So, like, Pretty much once there were like talks of something happening there, there was like stuff started happening here. Um, so I guess maybe not necessarily in the last two or three months, but maybe in the last month or two, like what has kind of changed around you? And Yeah, I was going to say, so where we are, Edmonton went into a state of emergency March 20th. And so that's kind of when stuff started to change. Everybody started, you know, working from home if they weren't already and um, businesses were having to shift what they were doing. So um, I myself, I've had the privilege of working from home for a few years. So not much has changed for me personally. Um, My partner, Tom, is now working from home. So that's been very exciting for our dogs. Um, I guess like trying to like settle into a routine where... (laughs) You're just around the same person in the same environment, literally twenty four seven. If you know, if there's no reason to leave the house, we don't. <laughs> like if it's not yeah. for an essential grocery pickup or you know to walk the dog. So that's been an interesting adjustment, but um, not too bad. I'd say. I guess the most noticeable shifts I've seen in Edmonton, I'm pretty engaged with like other small businesses and stuff. So a lot of people pivoting their business models really quickly, um, moving to curbside pickup and online commerce where they can. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's been the biggest thing for me. I've also noticed um, where we are, like in Alberta, people have been doing the social distancing thing pretty well. Um, I know that... As of right now, I think Alberta has about 44% less cases of COVID per capita, which has been kind of interesting to follow. Um, mm-hmm. But Or maybe it was 40%, but we're also doing about that much more testing here too. So um, that's been a pretty big thing here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. So I don't know if you saw it, but a while ago there was a thing kicking around uh, about like things... Uh, people have discovered about their partners because they're suddenly all working from home like like oh who knew my husband is uh let's circle back to that guy Um, 
Twitter. It was good. Have you have you had any of those realizations? Um, no. Like, I mean, I feel like Tom already knows my annoying work quirks because he <laughs> still comes home. You know, when yeah. when I'm still working. Um, it's been weird for me. Like he can hear, he can hear me upstairs. And so sometimes I'm like yelling at my computer, but not talking to anyone. <laughs> if I'm working on some code or like, um, I feel more self-conscious around the house. Yep. He has no weird quirks. It's actually really bothers me. Um, really? he likes, he likes to work with action figures around his desk. Like he likes all his favorite belongings very close to him. Yep. I could yep. not look like that personally. Um, but that's about it. What about you? Um, I mean, well, for me, like, I've also kind of had the privilege because my partner uh, is, works from home as well. Yeah. So, like, even before, even before this kind of hit, like, we were both able to work from home. And I think it's probably more on her side. She's, she's definitely expressed the occasional bit of frustration of how much, like, goofing off I do. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I've been my own boss for years, so, totally. like, and I've never been good at, like, maintaining <laughs> a schedule, like, mm -hmm. unless I have a deadline, like, it has to be done, you know, tomorrow, mm -hmm. then that's when I'll really get into it, um, and, like, part of my routine for a long time now has been, like, I'll start my morning by, you know, queuing up stuff on YouTube that I haven't watched, like, mainly the late night talk shows and stuff to kind of catch yeah. up, um, because I'd rather do that than, like, say, you know, spend my time, like, sifting through, like, all the sort of 24-hour news or whatever. Totally. Um, and so a lot of the time, like, she'll be working on her laptop, like, working, and she'll look over, and I'll just be, like, there with the earbuds watching, like, Seth Meyers or, like, <laughs> someone doing a, a bit about Trump or whatever. And so every now and then she's kind of just been like, what do you, what, like... You could be so much more productive. And I'm like, I know I could, but I don't want to. That's totally And I'm fair. learning. It's learning. Yeah. I would say, like, even before, you know, my schedule relied on other people a little more, I ran my own business, too, for four or five years. And so sometimes it's like getting up at 11 a.m. and eating pizza for breakfast and, you know, like listening to a podcast or something to start your day. And it is weird when people around you have like a more structured day. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's funny. So are those your preferred news sources right now? Are you finding you're getting not news sources, but you know what I mean? Like media intake, the late night shows and stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, that's generally. Well, I find like they, you know, they maybe they kind of like focus a bit too much on like, certain pieces uh yeah. but i definitely find them they usually kind of cover some of the same stuff that i see like i'll use since apple put the news app uh out like i'll yeah. use that and i'll mm -hmm. kind of scroll through um but yeah i mean like when i'm on my laptop in general it's usually just that like years ago i used to depend on twitter but my twitter feed now just seems like a ghost town so yeah like when I, the first agency I worked with, that would be my morning, would be to like go through Twitter, open a bunch of news articles in different tabs, and then read those, and then I'd get to work. So it'd be like 30 minutes of my workday would start with like reading things. I mean, I'll use mm -hmm. Facebook too, because I, my Facebook bubble is a pretty good one. Um, yeah, mine too. I have some friends, one friend now is taken to like sharing 
stuff with me that like a fair bit of it is like sort of conspiracy theory stuff and i'm just like yeah what i thought this was all bullshit i didn't know that people actually shared this stuff and he's <laughs> like yeah no this is what my feed is full of and i'm like wow really because my facebook is just like people talking about how like all right when this like when this ends we need to like keep going with you know some of the reforms that have happened like we need mm -hmm. to fight back with other things that have been changing and like here's you know this terrible thing that like like well, what I think I just read about how I guess um, the oil and gas industry just some letter got leaked that they've been pushing to I repeal a lot of the environmental protection laws. Yeah, like I haven't because I know the states yet. that came up, but mm -hmm. I guess they're trying to same pull the same shit in Canada recently. Mm -hmm. So like that's the kind of thing that my bubble will talk about. Yeah, um, me too. Some family members might pop through the bubble every now and then and show <laughs> other things, but in general. It's all pretty leftist, like, yeah. burn the system down, you know, eat the rich, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah the world's going great. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. I feel very lucky in that, like, my bubble is very, like, same sort of politics, like, same sort of things are important to them. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends being, like, entrepreneurs, small business owners, or, you know, like, it's just it's encouraging to see what they share. I find mm -hmm. I need to stay a little bit more in my bubble lately. Um, yeah, I've just been limiting my other idle time on the internet. What, um, so I mean, what's the vibe been like? Cause I think you've sort of shifted out of the small business thing now, right? I think like, or for at me, least you're not me, quite as yeah. involved. So yeah, I was running, I was running the baking company like full time up until two years ago. Um, and now I'm mostly, I teach cooking classes still on occasion. Um, those I'm not sure what's happening. So yeah. one of the places I work is the city of Edmonton for that. And they've, you know, they've had to postpone any of that stuff and close recreation centers, of course, because it's the most responsible mm -hmm. thing to do till we figure this out. So right now we're planning for winter. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about this. I don't know what I would have done if I was still running my business full time. It's yeah. a, it was a food based business and it was pop up and, you know, it was lots of busy, like pop up in a restaurant for three hours and, you know, a hundred people come through. So I don't think that model would have worked. Although we did a lot of delivery stuff, um, mm -hmm. which I'm seeing a lot of people are succeeding in that way. Even a lot of businesses without like online stores or um, websites for pickup and delivery are kind of moving towards that model through Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's been, it's been encouraging to see like some businesses I follow have had some of their busiest days yet, um, just because people are kind of picking up on that vibe that some businesses are struggling and trying to support them a little more. So. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what is like, so the general vibe from say your friends that are running businesses has been kind of okay or like, oh. I, I would say, and I like, I can't speak for anyone, but just from like general observations, conversations yeah. with friends and at work, um, you know, first couple of weeks, a lot of, a lot of scrambling, uh, to move things online, to, to figure out things with staff and, you know, what, what happens to your employees if you're the only one allowed in the building, um, stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I think here, at least now that we've had about a month, there's 
a pretty good groove to things. Almost all of the small food businesses and like vegan friendly businesses um, that I'm aware of have switched to like pickup and delivery, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and a lot of them too are finding ways to still employ people. So instead of using skip the dishes or Uber Eats, I'm not sure what you have there, but yeah. um, you know, having your staff do it, pay, paying you know, people who actually are part of your business, I found is a trend too. So that's oh, been encouraging okay. and kind of a positive thing here for sure. I hadn't heard of that sort of thing before, but I like, I mean, here it's, it's very much like there's grab food, which is basically like Uber Eats. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple other delivery options, but mm -hmm. yeah, I hadn't heard anything about people like kind of getting their staff to do it, but that's. Yeah. And That's I think it's okay to shift. have the third parties if you don't have the resources, but just, you know, trying to keep people employed for, for as long as possible, if that, if that's what yep. they're relying on, I, I think is good. So trying to support that a little bit has actually been a way um, that we've been coping at my household. The way that I connect with my community is kind of visiting those businesses with friends and, you know, it's been, it's been a shift, but still when I have the means supporting them when I can, it's been good yeah um so i mean in terms of coping and everything what else what else is uh or sorry what else are you doing um yeah. in general i mean i guess because you still sort of have that work routine obviously that probably yeah. helps as well but i mean there's yeah. still there's still been changes <laughs> totally right? and i feel really privileged my routine hasn't changed much i i think that if it had, I, I would probably still be grieving my routine a little bit because this is a big shift for a lot of people. But um, for me, therapy every week, you know, I was already seeing a therapist once in a while. Um, but having someone to just kind of navigate like the weird feelings of not knowing when you're going to see your family again or, yeah. you know, like any shifts like that, that's been really nice. Um yeah, just having access to that resource has been really important for me personally. Um, my idle time that would normally be spent, you know, going through the news and stuff on a on a normal day. Um, I've been trying to spend more of that time video games. I haven't played in a long time, but I'm playing yeah. more video games uh, with like narratives to that you actually follow. Um, I'm reading a lot more just to kind of keep away from my phone. Um, do, doing things with my hands. I just started a pottery class and then this all happened. So that kind of sucked. But um, yeah, I'm making candles and stuff at home. Yeah. And trying to ignore the hustle culture because I feel like I've seen a lot of stuff like, oh, I'm going to learn such and such new skill or start yep. this business. And I'm like, no, not for me. Yeah. You, how about I you? mean, I, I know I've known you for a while. You've already been You've been hustling for a long time. And I just want to slow down. So that that isn't healthy for me. Like I don't I don't need to be told that during a traumatic pandemic that I need to have started like a drop shipping business. I do, I'm yeah. not interested. So no, you, <laughs> how about you, you? I mean, I know you've been hustling. You were hustling cupcakes for a long time. And as much as people like romanticize that whole like baking company idea. Oh my god. I know just from conversations with you that, you know. <laughs> it, was a, it was really important to me for a long time. Um, and I, you know, I, I built such a good community that way when I moved to Edmonton and started that. But, yeah, I just, I don't think people should feel bad if they're not productive right now or not 
hustling or not working out it's driving me crazy all of like the fat phobic and weird food phobic stuff I'm hearing about like oh at the end of this I'm gonna have to work out double and it's just it's bullshit just keep it keep it away and yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, no obviously don't want to get into personal deals or anything but I know um a, a few people have mentioned say like I mean I'm guessing your your counseling switched to like an online format and everything Mine is already online. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, and so that's been really beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. Have they like? I'm just my. I just sort of sparked the curiosity of like. Yeah. Have they talked about like? I mean, obviously, there's not really like a book to go by to like help people deal with the world shutting down. I mean, I guess there's sort of totally. similar things, but yeah. Like, have they kind of been working it with you to be like, how can we? because <laughs> I mean like I like my my degree like my bachelor's was psychology and they did not totally. there was no course yeah or, like, day I kind of wondered about that from your perspective too um yeah like I mean my therapist personally has been really good uh we already have a relationship so she knows how I would react to something like this um you know like just trying to take it day by day, I think has been a big thing for us. Um, You know, small self-care things you can Mm -hmm. do while you're stuck at home. Um, Trying not to be afraid to leave the house when you have to for grocery pickup or whatever. Um, Because for me, by the end of this, I definitely don't want to be, you know, voluntarily never leaving the house again, which is, I think, something that we risk with this. Yeah, I mean, it's been, I think it's been a learning experience for both of us, but it it has been really helpful to just have someone there who, you know, is also living through it too and and adapting in that way. So I am, I like, I have a friend who, um, I mean, maybe it's not the greatest thing. I mean, I love the guy and I've definitely supported him in, in various times, but I've also given him shit over like some of his sort of obsessive kind of germ phobia tendencies sure um, yeah and but like i talked with him and his, and his partner for a while and i told her i was like you realize like all the kind of work you put in of like getting him to relax a little bit like to not be thinking okay you know there's like parasites in the dirt or whatever or like just various stuff um i was like this is just like a big reset switch yeah and, I'm wondering like I mean like obviously there's gonna be like sort of even whenever you know the world figures out how to kind of like restart the economy and stuff obviously there's gonna be like long implications for that but the mental health Mm. sort of area too and like I'm just I mean there's so many people that like the kind of stuff that's happening now and the kind of things that people are having to do like even around hand washing and everything like some people have been struggling with that as like mental health issue and now you know like people say who are agoraphobic like in terms of like not going outside and yeah now everyone is telling us stay home I know I mean because I'm getting the same reaction like I'm not going out as much as um especially since my partner left town like I'm kind of staying in but now every time when I do go okay I need to go out and get some tofu or whatever I'm like I know. Even though, like, a month ago when she was here, we were going out, like, every morning and yeah. getting vegetables and fruit or whatever and then going back home and just washing our hands and we were done. 
But now because I've been inside and everything, I'm like, eh. and yeah, like I want to go see a movie. I really want to. But then on the other end, I'm like, no, it's a terrible idea. I know. And so I feel yeah, like it gets a... harder. That that was what my nervous laughter was for earlier. It's like, yeah. you know, if you were, if you're someone who already, you know, deals with anxiety, like that, that is mostly my thing um, mm-hmm. that, that I've been working on. If you're someone who already kind of, shifts towards obsessive thinking or behavior this is something that's really easy to get fixated on so yeah that's what i found like limiting my news sources you know a couple snippets from cbc in the mornings if i'm feeling up to it and then you know just trying to you know do what you can day to day to take care of yourself i agree i know one of your questions i don't mean to jump ahead but probably the first thing i would like to do public like in the public is go to the movie theater too yeah yeah, what you, I miss going to movies. What did What did you miss that you wanted to see over the last like? Well, when did did I mean the cinemas are closed now, right? Like yeah. in Alberta, or are they closed in Vietnam? Oh yeah, like yeah. for a while now. I imagine, like, yeah, probably the last month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know Onward was out, and that I was the one that I wanted Onward. to see. That was I what know. I wanted to and, see too. And someone was like, oh, well, it's available on demand or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but it's like $20. And here I would have gone to see it for like 3 to $4. So like $20 is out of my budget. I mean, as a family, that's great. Yeah. But and to I mean, see I guess every new like, release, like I know you like to keep up with movies. That's probably yeah. our biggest thing, too. We don't drink or like do much like outside the house besides like vegan food and going to the movies so that's something that we've really really missed and not really something we've been able to like bring home in the same way um the last movie we went and saw was a portrait of a lady on fire so i was so happy i got to like weep quietly in the movie theater before they closed down it was beautiful like i had to see it in theaters but yeah that'll be like my first thing hey yeah I hadn't heard of that one. It's good. I will I will send you a thing. I after. mean, the title is suggesting to me that it's not exactly like a big blockbuster action flick. It's but... not. It's yeah, it's kind of like watching a it's like watching a painting. It's like part period piece and kind of explores, you know, like repressed like queer relationships and stuff. It's really really good. It was really well done. Um but I wanted to see Onward the next week, and I did not. Yeah. So <laughs> I also, um, I haven't seen Parasite yet, and that came like back out. I think after they won the Oscar. It did. Um, it it's came very, back I out. really liked it. Yeah, but the problem is here, like I can only go see English films because if I go see films like because it's in Korean, I think, right? Like yes. The original language. So if I go to see it here, I think. It would be Korean with just Vietnamese subtitles. Oh yeah. So I I'd I'd be that. lost in both cases. Yeah. Um, whereas when I go to see English movies, most of the time they're not dubbed. It's like the English audio track and they just have the Vietnamese subtitles, so it's fine. Oh um, yeah. But so like with Parasite, I was like, Oh, I really want to go see it, but then I was like, Oh wait, I might not be able to understand anything. Um That's true. But there was there is that and God, there was another one. What was it? Yeah, I feel like there were a couple um, that I'm forgetting. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously stuff, and like, mm-hmm. you know, now we've got to wait what 
eight more years before the next Avengers movie or something. <laughs> this thing yep. is delayed. I don't know. Um, totally. But yeah, like the it's it's interesting. I I don't know. I think the first person I talked to, like we were just kind of talking, but then I think I asked, like, you know, how do you feel when you get ready to go outside? And mm-hmm. she was like, I'm super concerned about it. I was like, Yeah, I know. And yeah. we had that moment where it was like, Oh shit! So you feel that way too? And mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've written a bit about like how I'm I'm kind of concerned. I mean, I feel like hopefully in terms of small businesses and sort of like the essential services and everything, people are maybe a little more aware of the importance yeah. of that sort of stuff. So maybe coming out of this, that'll be like maybe a sudden influx and push to, you know, help this. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm definitely concerned about like the fact that we're all being in our own little bubbles. And yeah. there are all the messages of like, stay inside and we're going to shut the borders because like it's coming from outside and blah blah and i mean three months ago i'm from what i know about you three months ago both of us would have very much been like don't build a wall and <laughs> let refugees and immigrants in and everything oh my God. and then here I whenever i heard of it yeah whenever i heard of any sort of border closure here in the last while i was like yes and i've been waiting i was like why the hell hasn't canada closed down yet like close your borders which is mm-hmm. something I never thought I would say in my whole life. Well, something but, we never thought we'd experience in our lifetimes. Like even our parents haven't experienced a pandemic in in our lifetimes, I don't think. So, yeah, you don't think about that at all. Um, I mean, like I know, like we sort of heard about SARS because I know yes. Toronto got hit. Um, I've never actually talked with anyone in Toronto about it. I don't know how bad it was. Yeah, but like I mean, on the East Coast, it wasn't it wasn't a threat at all. Like it was just all I knew was that when it was over with, there was these great concerts that I got to go to. So I hopped on a plane yeah. and went. Like no concern at all. Um, but I think I guess apparently that experience, as well as I think maybe it was H one N one, it here in Vietnam kind of bad. Mm-hmm. So I guess the media has been saying that that's actually part of why things have been going well here is because they had those past experiences and mm-hmm. so they already had things in place. Actual um, preparations for like another. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've heard things are not going well in Toronto right now, so I'm not sure if, I mean, obviously there's a million reasons, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's a whole new thing. And I guess as we've already touched on, like most people are just kind of trying to like yeah. figure out like how, what do I do now? And, yeah, um, and it's everybody's thing. And, you know, it's not like affecting just like one, you know, one area or group of people or, you know, even like income strata. Like it's, you know, it affects everybody. And so it has been really interesting to see how, I don't know, it's interesting to hear how in Vietnam it's it's been pretty well handled this whole time because of those preparations where as here we've only been in a state of emergency for a month and and kind of dealing with it as you go so yeah and and I mean I've been like I've been kind of trying to like push to get the word out because obviously there's Mm -hmm. sort of a misperception about you know like the east or like Asia or whatever and I mean I it still irks me I posted like a shot of the Saigon like cityscape like the skyline and someone was like oh I didn't think it'd be that developed and I was just like, I'm sorry. 
it's this city with like probably a third of Canada's population squished totally. into like I don't know how big it is, but it's small. I mean, the whole country is smaller than Newfoundland. Yeah, so that's why. I was like, it's it's a major city. I mean, I will say that they don't have like they're only now building like a subway sort of SkyTrain system. Sure. Which probably should have been a thing a long time ago. Um, but otherwise, I mean, yes, there are skyscrapers. There's, you know, a stock exchange and, like, yeah. major business hub and all that stuff. Um, I mean, cell phone service is amazing. The internet is amazing when the sea cable doesn't break, which I think happened a week or two ago, which was great yeah. timing. Um, I mean, obviously, there's issues. But, yeah, so, like, I... I'm super happy that I'm here, um, mm -hmm. and I was super shocked to see how things went back home. Uh, yeah. I think from what I've been hearing and from what I've been reading, like I think things are kind of turning around, yes. hopefully. Um, Newfoundland was scaring me. Uh, I think it's been getting better now. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting, and like, I don't know. I mean, what have, what have you heard in terms of, I guess, like, I still want to get back home. I was supposed to go home at the end of May, mm -hmm. and I'm postponing that. I really don't want to go home at Christmas time. Like, I yeah. want to go home before the winter shows up again. Yeah, I I hope you get to come home before then. I I hope you don't have to come back to Canada in a winter. I know how that would affect you. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I know, like here in at least Edmonton, Alberta, like public, big public events and sporting mm -hmm. events, stuff like that. All of those have been canceled or postponed until at least May 31st. Um, I've been listening to a few different sources, just kind of like out of curiosity. Um, I've heard, you know, projections as late as fall for things to kind of return back to normal it's it's interesting too tom actually works for a university here and just seeing how they're handling planning for events and stuff they're more focusing on supporting their students until they know more so it's yeah. been pretty unpredictable here it's hard to say like when things will return to normal and when like travel and stuff will feel okay um, I think it'll take airlines and stuff quite a while to recover from this too. So I wonder how that will affect travel internationally, mm -hmm. domestically. Do you, um, what do you think the chances are the Calgary Rodeo will be cancelled this year? I think it is cancelled. What? Really? I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard that some of those events for the Stampede are already cancelled. Um, That's right, it's the Calgary it's Stampede. Yeah. It wasn't ringing in my head right when no, I said Calgary. No, Alberta's a rodeo town. Is Oh my god. Um... I feel like I've heard a little bit about stuff already being canceled. I I hope that it is. I don't I just don't think it's necessary and yeah. it if we're still going through this and navigating this over the summer, it won't be worth it. That's so many people in like an enclosed space in really close contact. Like none of those activities are social distancing activities like it's it's not like you're going to the beach and you can stay six feet away from someone right um yeah I hope those are like definitely canceled the biggest thing for us that has changed and it sounds like a very small whiny thing is the dog parks you can't have your dogs off leash anymore and yeah. that's how that was how we were getting outside a lot I didn't care that the gyms closed I didn't you know there wasn't a lot that bothered me but like to get that little bit of space outside with my dogs at the end of every day that's been kind of weird um 
don't know so how what, I, I mean is there an allowance for like exercise during a day or is it just like only go out for like groceries medical yeah, work so i know that here playgrounds have been closed which yeah. is interesting but i guess you can't properly sanitize them um yeah. i mean you well, never could to begin with yeah Totally. But it wasn't a big concern up until now. Yeah, all recreation facilities are closed and yeah. like provincial parks and stuff too. For us, like we could still go to a park on the river valley with our dogs, but you have to keep them on leash, which is weird. It would be so sad for our like wily guys to stay on their leashes. Um, I think there's some sort of weird like people the first Saturday that most things closed here in Edmonton, there was like a lineup of 40 cars deep going into our normal dog park on a Saturday morning. And I think people were like, oh, well, we're, we're outside. So it's okay to gather here. So I feel like that had to be taken away from us <laughs> to like demonstrate the seriousness because in Edmonton it was said that like quite a few cases were community spread which is not good it means people weren't yeah. listening so I understand it but it's probably also one of the first things I'll go back to when this is over so were people like pretending to have dogs or were they just like buddying up with their friends and being like let's go walk your dog so, first of all, I don't think there's anything wrong with going to a dog park to interact with dogs if you don't have one, because dogs are amazing. Yeah. You can learn. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, we would get there, and, you know, there were like 10 people shoulder to shoulder in a group while their dogs were off here. They were using it as an opportunity to socialize, which I understand, but they weren't yeah. following the rules. <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, you... It it was just so silly, but I don't know. I was getting really frustrated. I think we yeah. just needed it taken away because people were like, this is fine. Or, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny because, I mean, it's kind of like in a way being grounded. Um, but <laughs> I know like when it first started to kind of take hold in Canada, I felt like I was trying to ground my parents. Like, <laughs> I was giving them shit and my mom was taking it kind of seriously because she's she has some health issues and some concerns around that but my dad was not and I so I was just like you need to stay home like just sit on your butt watch tv I mean you're retired you don't need I to know. be running around going into the town just to talk to people or whatever like just I know don't do it watch your I was like this is what you've been training for watch your Alaska survival shows oh because, like, they moved up to the lake. Like, they live full-time mm -hmm. at their cavern. I was like, this is what you you move to be away from people. Like, this is the point of what you need to do right now. But then once they just... can't have it, that's probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big part of it. I've had um, the same conversation. You don't need a daily dawdle around the grocery store. You know, it's not... <laughs> My mom's an essential worker. She works in healthcare, and they still haven't been given the go-ahead to work from home yet. So um, that's been kind of a thing. I'm just, like, making sure, you know, everything's okay with her. But, yeah, it is hard to tell your parents to follow the rules. That's something that, like, we both have experienced conversations with here in my house. Um you know, it's hard not to know when you're going to see your family again, but at the same time, like you're doing this for them, you know, you're, you're keeping yourself healthy and 
away from the people you care about so you don't get anyone sick because you yeah. can you know it's something that can happen even if you're asymptomatic so yeah that's been those have been hard conversations but yeah it's it's a weird weird <laughs> world yeah it really is <laughs> that we're in um <laughs> but i guess yeah you you already kind of jumped to my last question um I'm going to ask you anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, when when the green light comes on or whatever, I mean, it's it'll probably be a slow sort of progression. I mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I mean, I hope so. Some obvious people think it should just be like whatever. Um, I don't think we need to name their names. Everyone knows at least one person. Yeah. Um, but ideally, according to you know the experts, it should probably be a progressional thing. Mm -hmm. um, when you do have the full go ahead, what do you what do you think you're gonna do? Uh, I should probably see my parents. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I think locally wise, I'll probably go on like a restaurant crawl with some of my friends, hit up the places that we miss, um, go to the movie theater. I also stay home a lot already, so I'm really, I'm not sure how realistic this is for me to actually do all these things. Um, yeah, I think, I think for me, just, you know, interacting with the people that I haven't been able to see in person for so long, and, you yeah. know, I miss cooking with friends, and we've been doing, like, watch-togethers and stuff over FaceTime or whatever, but just those, like, little things you take for granted, but how about you? Um, oh, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely going to involve a movie, mm -hmm. although, I mean, I don't know how that's even going to work, because... We'll have to see like, what's out. Yeah, well, because, yeah. I mean, I don't know, I mean, obviously, like, all the industries are a big mess right now, but, like, mm. how are they even going to be able to plan, like, a rollout for a movie without knowing, like, what country and what cinemas are going to be open, and... Mm -hmm. whatever I mean that'll take some time I know I've I've already mentioned onward a bunch and like it's not like <laughs> Disney's really gonna go out of business or anything yeah but I do feel bad for the people involved with that one like especially if it was like their first because I mean it's Pixar like when you finally get to do be involved with a Pixar movie you're like yeah. yes and then this one comes out and everyone like people are so excited about you know like yeah. this is what I did and like go out and see it and then like, I think it, I don't think it tanked, but like, no. it definitely, it's probably like the lowest earning Pixar movie. Well, it's which, probably one of the last ones out before all oh, yeah. this closed, yeah. Well, because they basically ended up like having to pull it. And then, I mean, if it wasn't for Disney Plus becoming a thing, it probably would have ended up on Netflix pretty quick. But yeah, because now we're basically just an internet cable land where you have Seriously? to have like 18 different packages. Oh um, my God. Can we talk yeah. about that for a sec after what we're streaming? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> uh, we can, yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would probably go see a movie. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, I mean, there's there's one restaurant here called Filthy Vegan, which I, I, just, love, I love the name alone. Um, and the last time I was here in the city, like I heard about it, but I just hadn't gone yet. Um, and now just kind of getting the vibe on their posts online i feel like i'm hoping they're gonna make it yeah like i don't know i'm guessing they're not doing great right now and i'm yeah. just like ah no um so i will probably go there there's also mm -hmm. like a noodle place at the end of the road here that 
like it's just like a little street stall so like i don't even know if they're open but they yeah. only open in the evening and i'm like i'll go out for the morning market every few yeah. days but i don't want to like be the guy with the bowl walking down the street to see if the noodle shop is open and then being like "Ooh, noodles and then going home well because i already in the mornings um my partner and I would go out in the morning and I came to realize that there are two places near here that uh, sold like, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, like misao, which okay, is like yeah. kind of like a dried noodle sort yep. of thing with like a bunch of different stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Freaking delicious and like less than a dollar. And so I'd just like bring a bowl over to them and they'd kind of laugh at me because I wasn't getting all the like little bags and stuff. But so when she left, I stopped going to do that too. I mean, well, no, I tried, uh, I think last week, but they just sold out. Um, Wait, and this is like can, eight in the morning. Sorry, you can still bring your own stuff. Yeah. They, they've yeah. stopped that here. So you can't like do any sort of like bulk refills or bring your own containers to restaurants. Most for like, as far as I know, or bring reusable bags. A lot of people aren't allowing reusable bags, which is fair. Yeah. But that's interesting. Oh, yeah, I heard of it. Yeah. I, yeah. No, the thing is like, it's, it's kind of creepy here because mm-hmm. Like, as much as I think Vietnam is doing an amazing job, mm-hmm. if things did go bad, it would be really bad. Yeah. Because I think most of most of what's been effective is what's been happening around the border and, like, on the national level. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of this neighborhood, I mean, I'm still hearing some guy singing karaoke, like, oh. every odd night. And I'll get super anxious getting ready to go out in the morning. And then when I go out, there's, like, the old guys playing backgammon and hanging out around, like, in their little plastic chairs and the little noodle places there with people eating. And, like, none of this is supposed to be happening. Yeah. Like, in theory, there's people supposed to be enforcing it. But all they did was, like, move further away from the main street and go a little more down the alleys so that, like, it wasn't as obvious. That's Um, And, I mean, in all honesty, like, the police and everything have you know, generally probably bigger things to deal with. Um, I mean, there have been fines between here and Hanoi for people not wearing masks. There have been oh. a couple of altercations of, uh, so far I've read three stories. This morning I read one about an Italian guy who got fined. I mean, the fine was like two or three dollars or something, which uh, sure. probably for him, not a big deal. For some locals, it could be a significant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, two locals ended up getting in fights. One guy was drunk and, like, punched a cop because the cop was like, you're supposed to be wearing a mask, you're in public, and whatever. It turned into a whole thing. Um, he actually may be facing prison. Um, so there has been some enforcement, but in general, like, if I go out, like, the morning market is just, like, there's no social distancing. It's all vendors on the sidewalks and people on scooters, like, pulling up and getting, like, all the things yeah. and just bumping into each other i mean because i've been here for a while i can tell that there is less traffic mm-hmm. but like if you came here to visit and i took you out to the market you'd just be like what the fuck like is yeah. no one listening to anything oh my gosh and I'd be yeah. like oh no no this is pretty quiet <laughs> um but yeah it's it's so it's it's kind of weird because like i know that like there's this whole thing that shut down the world but to go outside here not a big deal and yeah i mean like i've been using a reusable bag at the grocery store yeah. um 
I had I went into one little like convenience store spot and the guy chased me down to like spray sanitizer on my hands. Oh yeah. Um, but otherwise, like around this neighborhood, there's no major thing. But I mean, meanwhile, like some of the cafes are like serving people with a, a fishing rod, so they'll like put your order on the fishing I rod. Seen and, that. Yeah, yeah, and they'll like hand it out to you. Um, oh, yeah, here it would be a, a hockey of, stick, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a few shots of like the coffee shops with the debit machine and a hockey stick um, and I was just like oh Canada <laughs> what's next a, a mouse moose being like the server so that people can socially distance oh my god um, but yeah and I mean there's been some really cool like sort of community initiatives there's um like this rice ATM okay. so this engineer like set up I think outside of his house basically it's like an ATM or kind of like a, I don't know, I guess maybe they're not in Canada, but here, like, there's these water refill stations, right, where you can sure. go and put in some money and put the jug and just... So basically, it's a similar thing with the rice ATM. You go with, like, your container, you hit the button, and it basically dispenses, like, half a kilo or a kilo of rice, right? Um, and it's free. Like, he's just trying to help out the community, and so... Uh, some of the neighbors have started donating rice to help them out and everything. And it's just like a big, like a big, um, I want to say like a cistern, but like a big container up on his roof. So I guess it just kind of goes by like gravity, right? That makes me um, so happy. So I think they've actually taken this model and actually started doing it in other parts of Vietnam as well. Um, but like with that place, like they actually have markers on the street, like, you know, you're like a meter and a half away or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and similar to home, like a lot of the restaurants have shifted to takeout. Yes. So I've seen photos of like the restaurant is empty. All the chairs and stuff have been moved. And there's just little stools like a yeah. meter and a half apart. Yeah. And the like delivery drivers are just there on their phones just waiting mm -hmm. to get their deliveries and go. Um, on a side note, I'm going to give you credit for turning this half into an interview with me. I'm sorry. I no, like no, it's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. I just, <laughs> I found it funny because I mean I've been rambling with everybody I've been talking to, but um, but I've just noticed that you've been like, do you watch the Patriot Act? Act? No. Should I? No. Should I? Let's yes. add that to my list. I actually have a document here in case you have any like recommendations for me to watch because I'm running low. <laughs> okay. This is. This is. Part of our relationship, folks, is just Netflix <laughs> recommendations. Basically our text history. Um, I, I just mentioned his name before to someone else. I talked to uh, my friend Michael Heron in New York City, I think, and I mentioned it to him then. And I think he checked it out and he really liked it, but I mispronounced the guy's name again. I want to say Hassan Minhaj, ah, but um, he was in The Daily Show. Like, he was a correspondent, and then yeah. he left and Netflix gave him his own show and his comedy special Homecoming Queen is like up there with Nanette. Oh, right. Like you oh, saw Nanette, right? Yeah, I have seen it. Not quite as like, oh my God, I'm just drained. Um, I think Godspeed just wanted to make us all cry oh, with Annette. But yeah, really okay, I'm going to watch this Homecoming Queen. I want to watch that again, like to kind of take it in more, but I'm like not ready. Yeah, it's like true. Requiem for a Dream. Like every now and then, I'm like, I should watch that again. But then years go by, and I don't feel like that. Totally. And I'm like, no, not yet. 
Um, so he does a show called Patriot Act, which is similar to like all the late night talk shows, more like the John Oliver, because it's like a solid segment about one topic. Mm-hmm. Um, why the hell did I get into this? You told me I was interviewing you by accident. Yes. And so, okay. So on YouTube, he does, he does these like um, sort of a big behind the scenes thing. Like I think they're called deep cuts mm-hmm. where he takes questions from the audience but I read the YouTube comments, and surprisingly, they're usually pretty wholesome. Maybe I just watch the right videos. Um, and he's just, he gets shit on the comments because he does that. He does, people call it his, his Uno reverse card, where like people will be like, <laughs> if you, card. you know, if you were the, like, you could only wear one pair of sneakers for the rest of your life, what pair of sneakers would it be or whatever? And he'll be like, oh, that's a good question. What about you? What would you do for the one pair of sneakers? <laughs> And then so many times they'll answer and then he'll just go on to the next question. <laughs> like, in, in fairness, the last two or th- two tofu things I've done have been interview pieces. So maybe this is just where I think my role stands now with you. Maybe. <laughs> That's true. That's a you good point. You asked me to ask questions and now I feel like I'm okay. We're fine. <laughs> I'm fogging up my glasses with my humidifier in this room. That's why I keep taking them off. Um, well, then, I think on that note, I guess, since we've been evenly doing this back and forth, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I've asked all my questions. So, Sarah, do you have any more questions for me? Why haven't you watched It's Creek yet? It's very good. Be- I don't know. <laughs> other things no i understand yeah no i feel like this was a nice little chat um is this how it ends it's me freezing on asking a question after asking so many oh i didn't see that oh i sorry i thought you meant the video was freezing i was like no no no, we're fine like i was just in a moment of stunned panic which is why i looked frozen Uh, what are you gonna do the rest of the day or tomorrow since i guess it's the end of your day what are you gonna do now i thought you were like how are you gonna end this ryan what are you gonna do to end this it's a pressure yeah. <laughs> like, are you going to pull a Sopranos thing and just go to oh black? God. Like, <laughs> we could. I would, I thought that was amazing. I only recently actually finished watching it. I knew how it ended, but yeah. I, because I'm not paying for HBO and I don't yeah, really I steal things. So we do have access to like the Crave HBO channel right now. So, okay. Apparently, HBO actually is free right now, <gasps> but I think it's only in the States. But, you know, there are ways around that sort of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's free and I debate it like going back and watching all the Sopranos again, but this is what happens is I stick with my shows <laughs> that I know because I'm so freaking critical Yeah. and, but I've had so many people tell me about Shit's Creek, like people that I trust that like, no, you know, can't turn off that critical lens either. Yeah. Um, so I've heard, cause I mean, you know, typically like, I mean, I love Canadian content, but like. I don't have a Good. high hopes for a lot of it. Um, Trailer and Park in some Boys at the bar fine. for me. <laughs> I mean, like, the funny thing is with Trailer Park Boys, like, I I love it. Um, but, like, 
And I got my dad into it a bit the last time I was home for a while. And mom just doesn't understand it because she knows like sort of my taste. And she's like, how is this? People do that with me too. Thing for you. And for her, it's mainly because of all the swearing. But I am, um, it was actually because of an interview that I saw with the guy who played um, Jim Leahy. And like, he talked about how like underneath it all, it's mainly about family. Yeah. And that's like the sort of underlying thing. And when he explained that, for some reason, I bought it. Like, I've seen yeah. other people talk about other stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, whatever. Your show is still, like, is exploitative or sexist or whatever. But mm-hmm. for some reason, with this one, I was like, yeah, okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. And so I just find it funny. Um, but, okay, what am I going to do? Yeah. I am going to go to sleep soon after this because it's... Sure. Oh, it's 1230. Um, yeah. Okay, I have, I have another session in, like... Five and a half hours. Nope. Okay. Um, I'm sorry for keeping you. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. All of these have run. I love how I pitched to everybody that it would be 15 to 20 minutes. You did. And none of them have been 15 to 20 <laughs> minutes. They've all been about an hour. It's good, though, um, to socialize. So on that note, I'm going to say that thank you to whoever actually watched this whole thing and got to the end of this. Um, if I had thought about it, I feel like I'd give them some special gift for, like, getting to the end of it but i have like i give the, the magazines free right now that is I mean, kind of has been um i mean basically everything that i've produced is available for free so i can't give them like a code or anything um i will just say thank you for the people that are sticking it out with us um yeah, yeah and That's i right. will tell you that you should watch homecoming king and patriot act although the thing i just talked about isn't actually on the netflix mm. the netflix isn't on netflix it's on the youtube channel for this but the show itself is good i mean he got i think he got banned in saudi arabia for the piece he did about saudi arabia he may have also got at least one episode banned in china because he also criticized them um so he's doing some good stuff i guess if that's how you judge things how many governments he's pissing off that's an Um, accomplishment Okay, ideally this video will not lead to us being banned anyway, hopefully. Um, but I'm going to say, yeah, we'll cut our losses. Yeah. Finish it here so we don't yeah. say anything else. Um, and, <laughs> good. Uh, great. I, yeah, yeah, we're doing good. Um, it's 1230 here. I'm, yeah. I'm coming off another conversation that was about an hour and a half long, too. Uh, so... Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for sort of offering this glimpse into your part of the world. And I'm happy to hear that things are relatively okay. Yeah, Um, and for you too. Give my home country a hug whenever social distancing is up and over. I will. And please don't eat all the tofurkey products because when I get back there, I'm going to eat at least some of them. We have enough in our freezer to ship to you. If you need that, and not because we hoarded because of this, we just collect tofurkey. So generously, we can, we can help you out if that becomes a need. Thanks. All right. Well, maybe we'll be in touch about that. And cool. yeah, I hope you have a good day. You too.